Bank Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. One of the Dodgers' top targets, Kevin Kiermeyer, is headed to Toronto. We're going to discuss that, tell you what it means for LA. We're going to talk about that outfield position. Could the Dodgers try to make a trade for Brian Reynolds? We'll get into that in just a second. But a quick reminder for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. And if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button and as always on what your takes down below in the comment section today's Dodgers Nation question of the day what do you think the Dodgers should do for the center field position next season should they go with a James Altman a Chris Taylor a Trace Thompson a platoon situation should they look to sign another guy should they look to make a trade for maybe a Brian Reynolds I want your takes down below and for all latest Dodgers news head over to DodgersNation.com so we've got some news to get into. One of the Dodgers' top free agent targets, veteran outfielder Kevin Kiermeyer, is headed to the Toronto Blue Jays. And what makes it very interesting is our friend MLB.com's Juan Toribio. He tweeted out after it was announced that hashtag Dodgers made a really strong push for Kevin Kiermeyer, who was their top target in center. It came down to those two teams, but Kiermeyer, who lives in Tampa, elected to stay in the AL East. So the Dodgers they swing and miss on Kevin Kiermeyer, but the big question is, what does this tell us about what the Dodgers are trying to accomplish this offseason? Because Kevin Kiermeyer, he's not an Aaron Judge or Brandon Nimmo. The Dodgers clearly were never involved with any of the top outfield free agents, but Kevin Kiermeyer is a guy who is a trusted veteran defender. Now, he has missed significant time in recent seasons. Last year with the Tampa Bay Rays, he played in just 63 games. He slashed 228, 281, 369 had a 90 WRC plus since 2018 he's averaged just over an 88 WRC plus per season you've seen that strikeout rate increase last year he struck out at a 27.6 percent clip he is still one of the faster players in the league he ranked in the 93rd percentile when it comes to sprint speed and look Kevin Kiermeyer already has all the Toronto Blue Jays data anyway if you remember last season that data card fell out of Alejandro Kirk's pocket and Kiermeyer picked it up and kept it but hey maybe that was actually a contract offer from the Toronto Blue Jays and he just signed it but his biggest value is his defense he's a three-time gold glove award winner if you look at his defensive run saved since the start of the 2014 season he's had 147 defensive runs saved but last season you saw his defense trending in the wrong direction in 63 games he had two defensive runs saved and yes he was dealing with injuries all season long he had hip inflammation that ultimately ended his season and I guess if Kevin Kiermaier can get back to 100% he can provide top shelf defense and he would make sense for a team like the Toronto Blue Jays that already has a lot of offensive firepower you have Vlad Guerrero Jr. you have Bo Bichette if you look at their outfield they have Springer and Gurriel Jr. so it's not like they need tons of offensive production from Kevin Kiermaier to justify the signing In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 
136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. They signed him for his defense, and that's exactly what they hope that he will provide, and that's what the Dodgers were hoping as well. They wanted a veteran outfielder that they could trust to play center fielder, a position that Cody Bellinger was holding down at an above-average level. Now, let me remind you, Cody Bellinger is not this elite, ultra-elite center fielder. He's an elite right fielder, not an elite center fielder, but still, there's a big question mark at that position. Now, if you're the Dodgers at this point, what do you do when it comes to center field do you allow trace thompson to get more opportunities because he's under team control for another couple seasons do you give chris taylor the opportunity to play in center field hopefully he's healthy and he has a nice bounce back season i could definitely see chris taylor getting a lot of reps in center and then of course there's james outman james outman he stepped onto the scene he hit a home run in his first at bat but here's something you need to know about james outman if you look at his minor league numbers and his big league numbers i mean he definitely struck out at a very high clip at the minor league level and at the big league level it was like James you can't get him out man at the minor league level he's still rigged but he still was James strikes out a lot man so let's give him an opportunity see if he can be a little more consistent at the plate but defensively I think that he can do an adequate job and there's another option too is you can play Mookie Betts in center field but I'm actually against the idea of Mookie playing center when you consider the wear and tear of the position and the fact that Mookie has dealt with injury over the past few seasons. I'd rather play him in right field where we know he's a gold glove winning outfielder and also that he can find a way to stay healthier. Maybe you give him some time at second base. We know at some point during the course of the season, you'll probably see Mookie playing some infield just so he can stay engaged and stay involved. We know how much he loves playing that position. So the Dodgers do have internal options they can go to, but Dave Roberts told us at the winter meetings that LA was looking to add another outfielder and they most likely are going to do just that. So if they're still looking to sign a guy, there are still some names available. Andrew Benintendi, he's still on the table. Last season, he made the all-star team. He hit 304, hit five home runs, had 51 RBI, a 772 OPS in 126 games with the Royals and the Yankees. I don't love the idea of Benintendi from a defensive standpoint. He can play the position at a very high level, but offensively, doesn't provide much pop, does hit for average, and also, if you look at the contract, he's most likely going to sign. He wants a multi-year deal. He'll probably sign a deal somewhere in the range of four or five years for 50 to 60, maybe even $70 million when you consider how insane the market has become this offseason. Players are getting the bag, and I expect Ben and Teddy to get himself a nice deal. And then Michael Brantley is another player that is available. He's a veteran. He's 35 years old, five-time All-Star. Last season in 64 games, he hit 288. The power numbers have gone down significantly significantly in the last few seasons he hit just eight home runs in 121 games in 2021 and then in 2022 he played in just 64 games he ended up having shoulder surgery that cut his 2022 season short he ended up slashing 288 374 16 with a 785 OPS hit just five home runs in 277 at bat so he's most likely going to be looking for a one-year deal a short-term deal so I don't think the Dodgers will go that route either so when 
when it comes to the idea of Michael Brantley to the Dodgers and the words of the great Randy Jackson, that's a no from me, dog. And then how about Michael Conforto? So Conforto is still out there, the one-time All-Star from 2017 to 2019. He was one of the better outfitters in the game when it came to offensive production and pop. In 2017, he had 27 home runs, 2018, 28 home runs, 2019, 33 home runs, had some really nice seasons. In 2020, 54 games, had a 154 OPS plus a 927 OPS. But then in 2021, you saw his numbers go down. He was a league average bat, a 100 OPS plus, hit just 232, had just 14 home runs. So you saw that power just decline. And when it comes to Michael Conforto, he's another guy that has dealt with shoulder injuries. He missed the entire 2022 season. So he is going to look to prove himself in 2023. Could the Dodgers take a flyer on Conforto? That's another interesting possibility. I'm not totally against the idea, but he's a guy that, look, you talk about those shoulder injuries and what the Dodgers just lose in a Cody Bellinger. I think we're done with outfielders that are coming off shoulder surgery for quite some time, right? Let's find a way to get a guy that we can at least trust. And history has shown us that it takes time to come back from a shoulder injury, to recover from shoulder surgery. It is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Just ask Matt Kemp and Adrian Gonzalez and the aforementioned Cody Bellinger. We have so many examples that it's not going to just be snap your finger and we're going to be the player that we were before the injury. And Michael Conforto is a very interesting name and he has shown in the past that when he's right, he can provide some pop. If the Dodgers believe that he can do that next season, maybe they consider it. But when you consider the deal he's looking for, $15 million on a one-year contract, at that point, why didn't you just bring back Cody Bellinger for $17 million that's further removed away from a shoulder injury? So I don't anticipate them going the Michael Conforto route, but here's the guy I want to see in center field for the Dodgers next season, and that is Pittsburgh Pirates center fielder Brian Reynolds. And the Pirates have already said that they have not made him available. Brian Reynolds is frustrated because he wants an extension. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Well, look, the Pirates, I call them the penny-pinching Pirates. And I fully expect the Pirates to trade him before them because the every single day that goes by, he provides less value for that franchise. And the reason for that is that's less team control for the team that eventually trades for him. And if you look at Brian Reynolds, he's a guy that rakes. He can hit for power and get you almost 30 home runs. He's made an all-star team. And I think if you put him in a lineup, a postseason lineup, a legitimate lineup like the Los Angeles Dodgers, we have some protection. I think his numbers are going to go up even more because he pretty much leads Pittsburgh in most offensive categories. It's like the meme of the Bugatti in the shed. That has been Brian Reynolds on the Pirates in the last few seasons. And it's clear that he's very frustrated in Pittsburgh and that they're most likely not going to be able to extend him, especially when you consider the deal that Brandon Nimmo just got. There's no way the Pirates are going to go over $100 million for Brian Reynolds. I'd be shocked when you can 
consider how cheap that organization has been. So I think the Dodgers should make the call. They should inquire. And anytime you hear a franchise like the Pirates going out there and saying, we're not going to trade Brian Reynolds, I think that's them trying to create a bidding war. And we heard that the Toronto Blue Jays were interested in trading for him. They ended up signing Kevin Kiermeyer. So the Dodgers, they should make contact with the Pirates. And I don't think you're going to have to include so many top prospects. I think the Pirates are looking for depth pieces. And we've already heard some names like Michael Bush. Do they really have a fit with the Dodgers? There has been some talk that maybe they look to trade some of the guys in their farm system, some of those top guys, if the right name becomes available. But I'm going to dedicate an entire video on Brian Reynolds. Look for that one at some point, maybe tomorrow. I have some specific trade packages I want to get your thoughts on. And then also, let's not forget, Pico de Gallo, Joey Gallo, Gallo Leo, Gallo Leo is still out there for the taking. Maybe the Dodgers consider bringing Joey Gallo back to L.A. They need another left-handed bat with Cody Bellinger now in Chicago. We know he can play the position well defensively. It's just a matter, can you cut down on those strikeouts and provide a little more pop and be the guy that you were earlier in your career? So I wouldn't rule out the idea of a Joey Gallo. I mean, at least we know he's healthy and he's not coming off a surgery or anything like that. And when you look at the upside, I think Joey Gallo, deep down inside, there is still some potential in there to be a nice power hitter. But let me know down below in the comments section, what are your thoughts on the Dodgers going after Kevin Kiermeyer and missing out on him? And what do you think they should do at the center field position? Who should they sign? Who should they trade for? I want all your thoughts down below. Do you like the idea of Brian Reynolds in L.A.? I want your thoughts down below in the comments section. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. For all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 